listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Anyway, a gas station we passed. We got gas and went on to get grub. It was a nice little pub in the middle of nowhere. Anywhere would have been better. I ordered the enchiladas and I ate them. Ali had the fruit punch. When we finished, we thought the ways to get back. I had a hunch. Ali said, pay for lunch. So I did it. Pulled out the wallet. I saw this wicked, beautiful lady. She was a waitress there. Put the wallet down and stared and stared. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. And it is a uh, Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Ready to get this week started with uh ratchetness and news and all kinds of crazy shit that's going on uh because you know crazy shit continues to happen people every day um uh, also today at three uh we will have a nerd off uh, i know chris is gonna be on there with us um so for all my people that have been hungry and nerd news and shit there's been a lot of nerd developments coming around lately yep um comic book movies casting pictures i'm sure we will uh have a, a fun time with that today this afternoon as well um but uh you can find this show at the blackouttips.com or itunes stitcher and podomatic just search the blackout tips we'll come right up um make sure you leave us five star reviews we we need them uh, especially on uh stitcher lately so if you got time leave, throw us a five star review it helps the show out tremendously mm-hmm. um you can also uh like i said go to blackoutist.com and there's many many ways to leave feedback there the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. and today's podcast is double sponsored this podcast is brought to you by shadow doll productions sexy ass friend of the show lisa saint odom has a new sexy ass audio play album out on itunes you can find it just search lisa saint odom's best stories and if you pick it up a five-star review would be awesome so why don't you help them out with that five-star review guys we please do we we, we love it when y'all when y'all do that i mean it makes us feel like you know we appreciate it like you guys like like what we're doing is you know some good work uh we also have a, a little bit of a sexier uh sexier sponsor let me see if i can find some sexy music let's see how about um this that is not what i meant to play i meant to play this <laughs> power 106 LA, it's your girl yes he's got some brand new music i need you to turn it up and let me know what you think it's lloyd called oakland on power 106 let me ask you a question guys are you getting enough well i bet you will love more well adamandeve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts first they give you a sexy little surprise for her second you get a specially selected toy for him and third a little something that you both will enjoy Plus, you'll get six free full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's like my favorite. That means you just pay for what you're getting in tax, and then you get a bunch of free shit. Um, so what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? It's not hard. Go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be adventurous new toy, sex piece of lingerie, anything you desire. You know, they got a bunch of stuff in there. Uh whips chains paddles 
movies sex toys uh you know i'll say go big or go home uh plus enter the offer code tbgwt at checkout and you get all these 10 free gifts so check out adamandeve.com today select one item get 10 free gifts when you include which include free shipping uh when you enter code tbgwt that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com so treated can we just roll with the feeling can we just roll for a minute wait a minute fall on the gas i'm just trying to pass all the red lights and the stop signs i'm ready to go but i'm gonna hurt a girl that's a problem cause the world's too scared to fall in the all the girlfriends saying, here we go again. Rich kid, but he act like a gentleman. Last one with a bit like he should've been. Two days, but you still wanna get it in. And you saying that's because of the internet. Try once and it's on to the next check. XOO face on the X's. Right? And, and we, we can, can do, do the same thing if you wanna act better. When you about to get breathing, you think of ass better. And you wanna be mom, and I wasn't mad at it. I was thinking about me, you'll be really bad at it. I'm thinking about me. Weeks in the box, fourth of July, house of glass. Yeah, we can try. So let's try. All right, let's get into these articles. Okay. Uh, um, I don't even know where to start. So much crazy shit is going on. Let's talk about yes, Satan. It is. The devil has been busy, Karen. What about him? He's been everywhere. Or maybe she. I don't know. Uh, first of all, you know, uh, in the news, Creflo Dollar did not get Hallelujah. his jet. Hallelujah, glory be to God. I wouldn't say this. You know, Creflo didn't get that jet, Karen. Mm-mm. So he had to speak on it. Except the Spirit of God led me to say it. Now you see why the devil tried so aggressively to discredit my voice. Mm-hmm. I'm on my sabbatical and the enemy is trying to discredit me. The damn Heck, I found out this past week I was supposed to have been in jail. What? <laughs> Hold up now. For stealing the tides. Hmm. Mm. And day four yesterday, they were transferring me from one county to the other one. You must be on them fake Facebook news sites that people create. Right, and make up. Get right. on Facebook, Creflo. Come on. I sure wish somebody would have told me. <laughs> Found out my real name is not Creflo Dollar. You know what it is? It's Michael Smith. <laughs> Found out can ever get in the dome unless you show your w2 form mm. what you- everybody knows the w4 anyway <laughs> are you listening to what i'm saying the enemy has got to discredit the voices of faith and grace and truth because he don't want you to know that you can walk on the water if you can look at jesus i've got to discredit that man before he starts showing people jesus well i'm gonna tell you right now if you think it was something for me to believe god and let me tell you something about me believing god i can dream as long as i want to I can believe God as long as I want to. If I want to believe God for a $65 million plane, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me from dreaming. You can't stop me from dreaming. Man, seeing all these people stand up is so crazy to me. Oh, man. I would just be like, nigga, what are you doing with the ties again? A fucking plane? Getting your dreams? This ain't about your dreams. It's supposed to be about helping people. 
And I promise you that there are probably members of the congregation that can't meet their bills that are on WIC and SNAP and need government assistance and all this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Look, if I want six, seven bitches in a hotel room, you can't stop me from dreaming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to dream until Jesus comes. And here's another thing I want you to understand. That if they discover life on Mars, if you think a $65 million plane was too much, if they discover that there's life on Mars, they're going to need to hear the gospel, and I'm going to have to believe God for a billion-dollar space shuttle because we got to preach the gospel on Mars. <laughs> I feel like if there's life on, on Mars, Mars, we have a little bit more to worry about than the gospel. Like <laughs> invasions. There's huge parts of the Bible that have apparently been gone missing. You, you you ain't never seen the Avengers. I mean, yeah. I mean, come yeah. on, it's this millions of comic books out there that tells you all the time what happens when Thanos and all these other people get up there. But like, mm, you know what? I yeah. just feel like taking over that planet right there. Like God has clearly decided that he is leaving us out of a lot of stuff if, he, if his life on Because <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I've read every single word in the Bible, but the Martian chapter is mm. definitely not in there. It's not in there, I promise you. And I feel like that's a huge oversight in the editing. <laughs> so I wrote that out. I was like, you know what? No, 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 no. Take that part out. I can't believe they're going crazy for this. I would have got my shit and left right then. I'm gonna need a billion dollars for uh, a spaceship. Oh, okay then. All right, well then. This ain't <laughs> too rich for my too rich for my blood. Right. Got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. I need up. Oh, oh, this is my stop where I get off the boat. Yeah, I, I need to go to a church a little 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 less expensive. Cut down on some of the budget. <laughs> I dare you to tell me I can't dream. I dare you to tell me that I can't believe God. If I find Jesus, I'm gonna look at Jesus until it comes to pass. Because with God, all things are possible to him that believes. And if I need a time machine, because it might be some <laughs> cavemen somewhere that don't believe, then I use that time machine. I get seven billion dollars. I use a trillion dollars. Use that time machine. Go back teach them cavemen about Jesus. Because sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes you got to. And if it's an alternate reality with another another Earth that don't have a Creflo dollar, I will gather the Avengers and Earth the heroes and the Illuminati, and I will say, Mister Fantastic, you build me an alternate Earth generator oh, machine. Yes. I don't care if it's a quadrillion dollars. And if I gotta take that trip to Wakanda <laughs> and find out how to do it, I will. I do it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's your money anyway. What do I care? <laughs> and so I say to you, dream on, baby. Dream on. Don't dream about what you can have. Dream about what the devil said you can't have. What? Dream for the best. Dream for the. I wonder what happened if the people in the congregation was like, "Well, um, I have some dreams, and 
part of the money that i need to get these dreams is tied so i'm gonna need to keep this this week i bet he'll be like no nah, now your dreams now come on now that's the devil getting into your dreams is messing with my dreams they make the same dreams right? now them 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 devil dreams <laughs> uh, i'm gonna need you to get back with these dreams for my jet okay because uh this is crazy the best healing dream for the best deliverance dream for the best house dream for the best car the best house the best car it's so materialistic i he, i was really shocked he didn't say for the best hoes i'm really shocked ah! i'm so ah! like i feel like that was the and sound. the best pose for them right. swing on right and mean for the best bitches okay get them all don't just settle for these fives and sixes like tiger woods you go for the, the dimes you get you a dime piece that's because the world don't have it don't mean you can't have it you are the children of the almighty god now when you walk by the homeless people on the way out you tell them to get off of our sidewalk we paid for that and you walk right over them and when <laughs> you go vote be sure you vote against abortion be sure you vote against homosexuality be sure you tell them poor people that they are meant to be poor because they're not in my church don't help anybody that don't got my money dream dream now y'all get on the corner and help me accomplish my dream We are in the midst of a great fight. The enemy, like he always has, is trying to stop the preaching of Jesus. It's us versus common sense. But we're going gonna to win this, y'all. Just believe. And we're not going to stop. Till I get my jet. I never one time... You can attest to it. I never one time came to you and asked you for a dime for this airplane, did I? Nuh-uh. I went on GoFundMe. Right. Creflo Dollar asking his members for a $65 million. I ain't never asked you for a dime. I told you to give, <laughs> to give me that money. <laughs> Who said anything about asking when you can demand? And thine have failed me. Y'all have failed me. We got over three million partners around the world, three million donors around the world who support the ministry so I can get to where they are. I had a man from the Middle East to send a letter said, they cut off my, my relative's head. We need you in the Middle East. Here's a check right here for that plan. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? That's right. I take advantage of people who recently deceased brothers. It got them all emotional. That's what I do. Now, I didn't uh, even get the plane. I bought a yacht. But still, the point being. But I still need the plane, though. I need that plane. So, what y'all got on my plane? You cannot stop and you cannot curse what God has blessed. Look, if they cutting niggas' heads off over there, um, I feel like Creflo not going anyway. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, ooh, they cutting off heads. Mm, I wasn't going to, I'm going to have to make a rain check on them. <laughs> what, what city was that? And then that's like, not like he won't stand out over there. Right. You're going to go over there be like, stop it. Is that what his plan is? Apparently, that is enough, Al-Qaeda. Mm-mm. 
don't work like that i got in my 65 million dollar jet and i'm telling you cut it out it's not okay stop cutting these people's heads off now crank this up and take me back to america all right now i'm out of here mm-hmm. <laughs> he need to get off the plane he gonna he gonna he gonna go to the airport and yell out the plane on the airport uh uh turf and just roll on out <laughs> yeah on the megaphone yeah <laughs> just... they're gonna have service that service out there beside the plane gonna pack that shit up like all right y'all we got to go cut it out al-qaeda now this is enough this is some bullshit you stop cutting people's heads off all right i'm creflo dollar you guys have a good one <laughs> pilot can you take me to uh turks and caicos thank you very much we appreciate that yeah on, on to the bahamas they need some deliverance there too now right down in jamaica you uh you must be crazy they cut people heads off over there that shit mm. go ahead <laughs> y'all better take me to trinidad <laughs> tropical people need jesus too yes they do are you listening to me the people that are commenting on the internet don't even know me they don't know this ministry most of y'all don't know me i just i just signed to check out the cash they don't know what we do that's why they ask the question what does a preacher need with an airplane if you knew what we did then you wouldn't have asked that question but you don't know what we do and i'm not going to explain it because that would that would answer the question here's what i have concluded so, someone in the uh, crowd should have been like well what do we need it for though <laughs> <laughs> but could you like take some time to explain real quick then what is my ten dollars a month going to sir so the enemy stopped creflo from getting that jet no that's terrible mo devil news he's been busy the devil attacking in china mm-hmm. the devil got strippers going to people's funerals karen they are hiring funerals at the damn i mean hiring strippers at the damn funeral oh well did the person get on the pole did the person like stripping uh like the person died that was their thing i don't so know are they doing it out of respect i don't know i have to read the article uh says according to the ministry of culture uh in china the government plans to work closely with police to eliminate uh funeral strippers oh eliminate them yes yeah, they're just trying to perform a service it's an epidemic out there yeah. I mean, are they doing a eulogy? I don't understand. Like, what's the problem? Uh, I see pictures of a funeral in the city of Handan and northern Hebei. Hebei? Uh, province last month showed a dancer removing her bra as assembled parents and children watched. They were widely circulated online, ah. promoting such a program. Uh, promoting much opprobrium i guess people got mad in this thursday statement the ministry of culture cited obscene performances in the eastern chinese province of Jiangsu, as well as handing and the pledge to crack down on such lascivious last rites in the handing incident earlier this year the ministry said six performers had arrived to offer an erotic dance at the funeral of an elderly resident investigators were dispatched and the performance was found to have violated public security regulations with the person responsible for the performing troop in question detained administratively for 15 days and fined seventy thousand 
yawn which is about eleven thousand three hundred dollars in u.s oh so basically somebody dies and somebody get, uses this as an excuse to get a stripper to come mm-hmm. in and perf- oh okay okay i see what's saying no so this is not like this is this person's like dying wish or you know what i mean or, or they always went to strip clubs and i was like hey let's find us used to get some hoes up in here huh yeah sounds okay like it. okay well then now nah, you can't you now nah, you can't do that now nah, it'd have been different in my opinion if it would have been like well hey we pay respect and and when you do this the rules is that can't bring kids mm-hmm. you know if you had those stipulations i could see that but you know you got little kids out there and and, and i'm going to a funeral service and all of a sudden i get nipples and titties and ass in my eyes and i wasn't expecting this right like we come here to lay brother james to rest and first we got a selection from the hoes come on strippers get do your thing <laughs> give everybody, but, a everybody looking like why is there poles uh descending from the ceiling to the floor and um i don't understand mm-hmm like everybody uh get your ones out oh your yens out this time i think you guys understand uh but yeah i i don't know i I feel like uh you know if this is what somebody wants right at my funeral that's fine because let's be honest karen i'm dead i don't care that y'all embarrassed correct i'm already gone to the afterlife right like not too fast and not too slow pump that phone come on let's go let's go Like this is how I want to celebrate dying. <laughs> like people gonna be leaving up feeling like, yo, let me tell you something. Didn't really like that dude that much in real life, but that motherfucking funeral was off the hook. That was that was not a sad funeral at all. Glad I brought them ones. we gather here today to finally put the rest james evans like make it rain on the casket shit you can pay for the funeral right there what what you 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 fuck around and and everybody be in there all of a sudden the dj come from the floor the strobe lights start going you see mm-hmm. a uh a, a bartender uh um bartender pop up from the background with drinks and shit be like hey you know you gotta be eight eight somebody said what 18 to, uh dip uh 21 to sip mm-hmm you show up in there that's what chat room said. Sure, damn, fucking Luther Campbell come from from backstage. Right. Man, I, had, I, I had one girl last night, man. Girl, Let me get to her. This is the place. These girls was in in the club. Don't do that, baby. Oh, don't do that. Oh, don't do that. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Love you long time. I'm gonna miss grandma. Go ahead, girl, get it. And remember, night tonight, y'all, we got five dollar mimosa specials.
yeah i'm gonna I'm definitely miss you know i'm gonna miss her so much now i can see a pimp somebody talking about a pimp y'all can see a pimp having a funeral like this this is china this is just people calling it like for old people funeral it's just stripper time because <laughs> 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 you go to a white funeral yeah, uh, totally different aesthetic, right? They're still gonna be stripping, but the, but but that but the the atmosphere gonna be really different. <laughs> the music gonna be different too. It's gonna be high heels and hard stumping. Won't be no twerking. Just a <laughs> lot of hard, angry, poof poof poof. You be like, God damn, you gonna stop a hole in the flow? I'm gonna miss Derek. He was so good to me and such a dear friend. <laughs> will always be cherished. He did so much for the community. And uh, we played golf together, and everything was was fine. I, he, he once showed me show, showed me how to buy Birkenstocks at Old Navy, and <laughs> I'll never forget that. We used to go golfing, had a good time on the first eighteen holes. Mm-hmm. He showed me how to invest in my four hundred one k, and uh, it was it was an awesome experience. Uh, I'm really glad I got to know him. Anyway, let's let's bring out the strippers. Yes, winking everywhere. Yes, sir. Coming to the stage. Coming to the stage. <laughs> In fact, her name is Cherry Pie, y'all. Give it up for her. This sweet piece of heaven I have you on cloud nine. Coming to the stage is Angel. Get your dollars out, fellas. <laughs> and next we have up Snow Bunny. Come on out, girl. <laughs> Anyway, man, stop, <laughs> stop hiring strippers to your funeral, guys. All right, it's, it's really crass. Unless you invite me, then let me know ahead of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll come just for the show. Devil is working overtime, Karen. Uh, let's see, it was something else the devil was doing. Let me see. Oh, the devil stopped uh, some homophobia from 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 being rewarded. Christian Baker's claims Satan. Uh, blame Satan when crowdfunding to pay for discrimination fine gets spiked. That's right, Karen. GoFundMe shut down a fundraiser created by anti-gay Christian bakers in Oregon after raising approximately $110,000 to pay for a court-ordered fine. The Gaily Grind reports. Who are these people that have $110,000? Racist. To just give away. Racist. Like, why can't, like, you know what I mean? Like, they be raising money in like a couple weeks mm-hmm. like what what do we need to do that hatred is so strong like we would both you'd be able to quit your job if we could get one hundred ten thousand dollars in a couple weeks mm-hmm. by just being homophobic uh, like, yeah we, we we should we could do this full we could both do this full time guys you know what we've been doing this the wrong way uh we sure have we hate gay people now here at the blackout tips um they lgbtq the we do not support you guys anymore and uh if you want to sign up for a premium membership now's the time uh the blackoutist.com just go donate right there it's on the right hand corner uh we need to stop these gay people 
from advancing and, and getting rights equal, who cares about rights getting equal rights and threatening our marriage my marriage is, is under threat right now so I, I feel like a gun's at it I'm pointing at it. <laughs> yeah yes it is the other day i saw two gay people and they was holding hands can you Ugh. believe that no thank you not in my america Mm-mm. i'm sorry president obama but i had to step away on this one i need that money um how else are we gonna get this jet aaron and melissa klein <laughs> the owners of sweet cakes by melissa which let's be honest sounds pretty gay right sweet cakes <laughs> come on might as well call it sweet thighs all right sweet cakes by melissa were fined for $135,000 on Friday by Oregon court because they refused to bake a wedding cake for a lesbian couple who planned on tying a knot. Following the verdict, the cake bakers set up a GoFundMe page and shared the link with their Facebook friends and followers. In just four hours, the campaign raised approximately $20,000 within a day. As the total climbed to nearly $110,000, GoFundMe canceled it, saying the fundraiser violated Oregon law and was therefore a violation of the website's terms and conditions. The money raised thus far will still be made available for withdrawal, said GoFundMe. Oh, you motherfuckers. So they're still going to give them 110000 of that 135 they were trying to raise. Okay, but, okay, <laughs> but they stopped it because they was like, no, we can't let you. Because they was like, basically, ain't no telling how high this would go. So we're going to nip this in the bud, but quote unquote, you still got access to this money. Right. While a different campaign was recently permitted by a pizzeria in India, uh, Indiana, I mean, no laws were violated and the campaign remained live. Oh, so they were saying that according to your state law, like if your state law says that this and they, and that thing is like, you lost a court case. You're not going to use us to raise money for you because you lost the fucking court case. Well, it wasn't a court case they lost. It's just against the law. Oh. Okay. There was no court case. They okay, just, it was against they, they the law. They violated the law, so they were fined. Okay. They were fined, uh, ordered to pay a court order fine, but not like, uh, like it wasn't like, oh, do we have the right to do this or not? It was like, no, you violated the law. Okay. And then the court was like, this is how much you have to pay for violating this law. But it wasn't like the law was up for debate in this case. They, mm. they knew they violated the law. Right. And, if and then they raised this, they raised this money to pay for, the law that they violated which by the way height height of arrogance mm-hmm. can you imagine the arrogance of someone to be like okay guys we did something illegal can you guys pay for it please mm-hmm. like we 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 broke the law our homophobia apparently is against the law technically so if you guys could give us the money to be biggest that would be great uh and people are so yeah. and it's one of those things where you look at gofundme like you should just shut it down and gave everybody their money back but of course they're not gonna do that because they get a percentage of it so they're like oh no you're not giving all the money back because we're benefiting from this and honestly if i'm having a gay marriage in oregon the first place i'm gonna call is sweet cakes right it sounds gay i'm gonna be like oh cool we got a gay friendly one you said you're sweet cakes by melissa right and and all that's gonna happen is that now they're gonna get flooded with people <clears throat> Uh, all kinds of gay people wishing that they deny them too mm. i mean you know, i don't know that I, I if i'm gay i don't call these niggas now it's too late but that ship is sailed that ship is sailed you might put arsenic in my shit i don't trust you i'm not giving you my money might kill me be a fucking bigot it's like if i found out somebody was like we hate niggers over here at 
i don't know chocolate people cakes or whatever <laughs> whatever sounds urban <laughs> you know what i mean i'll be like nah man fuck y'all i'm not i'm not giving you my money you can't cater my wedding to prove a point <laughs> and black people cakes <laughs> yeah and i'm glad y'all losing money in this fine and cakes with a z mm-hmm uh the, however the subjects of the support sweet cakes by melissa campaign have been formally charged by local authorities and found to be in violation of oregon state law concerning discriminatory acts according to the campaign accordingly the campaign has been disabled the pizzeria in indiana raised here's the final number can this is going to blow your mind eight hundred and forty thousand dollars goddamn close to a million dollars they almost got a million dollars for that fucking pizzeria in indiana that all they said was that they wouldn't cater a wedding they weren't even asked to mm-hmm. people gave them almost a million dollars because they to, said they were bigots and they was about to close their goddamn doors because they couldn't meet their quotas oh my god mm-hmm. 840 000, guys listen we're we, we doing this wrong i hate gays Shit, that much um, money that much money my job could kiss my ass gays are the motherfucking worst and let me tell you something if gay people wanted us to do a podcast at their wedding i wouldn't fucking do it i'm gonna tell you right now it's sick it's sick and you can't make me do it uh don't tell me what jesus won't won't do uh can y'all please paypal is right down the first site it's right down the blackouttip.com <laughs> to the right if you hate the gays as much as we hate the gays and you don't want to be a, see us have to podcast and offend our marriage like that threaten our own marriage by podcasting make sure y'all do that okay so that's the satan portion of the show um actually there's some more satan shit i forgot hold up um remember that professor who accidentally sent out a porn link mm-hmm. well um she got the right in the opinion section of the washington post okay um and she just basically talked about how being publicly shamed for putting out a porn link was affected her life mm-hmm. she had to talk to her girls to her daughters she said they, they asked if she was sick and she said in that moment i knew i had to lie not about being sick thank goodness i'm healthy as a horse but about being okay yes and now announcing an imminent mastectomy would have been preferable to explaining what had happened to me that's right guys breast cancer getting your titties cut off less harsh than having to tell your kids that you accidentally sent out a porn link to your students people in their sex hangs up hang up man no honey i'm not sick i answered no what i have to tell you isn't nearly that bad i answered her as her, her mother and her life her protector for life uh i don't care about all this part where are we at uh she says uh even before the story hit the web i was in terrible shape when i learned a few days earlier what i had done i was mortified sending out the accidental porn link as a law professor, I care deeply about students and their education and experience. As an employee, I care about my institutional learning. As a mother, I care about being a role model for our adolescent daughters. Selfishly, I care about my dignity. Um, so at first, when I learned what happened, I was sure I lost my dignity forever. First of all, we have forgotten your name. If you wouldn't have wrote this, we would all move on. Right. Unsurprisingly, some students spread word of the incident through social media and anonymous emails to the media. Everyone was talking about me. Everyone was speculating about whether I watch porn or use sex toys or like kinky sex. Some people were calling for my job and law license. No doubt some felt justified in feeling superior to me. They enjoyed the scandal. Where's Olivia Pope when you need her? 
the thrill of the sexual and salacious the speculation the schadenfreude was irresponsible was irresistible gossip was natural some people tried to attack the judgment of administrators at the fine university where i'm proud to be a tenured member of the faculty yes even now after a short internal investigation found that i had not violated title nine or drexel's sexual harassment and misconduct policy sure the professor is an idiot these commentators said but she doesn't deserve to be investigated right. lighten up drexel in criticizing my institution these people were dismissing the dignity of the law giving no consideration to an atmosphere in which the law exists to protect people and investigation may be necessary Still, no one questioned the dignity of those who forwarded the unintended post. Oh, yeah, the real victims, the people that, <laughs> that spread it on social media. Right. Yeah. I, I Like, I get what she's trying to say, and hey, to be fair. She's basically saying, I'm so terrible for sending out a link to porn because you guys are so uptight about sex and pornography um but everybody watches it and all these people that clicked the link and forwarded it and told on me and all this shit it's not like they were trying to be helpful they were basically spreading the word as like a joke and shit right and then she probably got a whole lot of sanctimonious motherfuckers on her facebook and social media and maybe Ooh, even in real life right that came at her and the thing is while we might not care as in general like because we're kind of on the fence like we're on the side of the fence where it's like eh, it's not that big a deal Mm-mm. i remember when we read it we were kind of like eh, it's cool you know um the person that's going through it it feels much worse because it's all directed at them correct so while we all moved on with our life she's probably still getting shit from people that have sexual hang-ups right. religious freaks and shit like this and it makes her feel like the worst person in the world that being said come on worse than a fucking double mastectomy and shit get the fuck out of here come on come on dog uh anyway shout out to the washington post for giving her an outlet to um what's her opinion to voice her opinion you know it's not like everybody that gets shamed gets that same uh benefit of the doubt there um let's see what else happened um oh uh the president obama uh had, had a white house correspondence dinner last night mm-hmm. and uh you know as become tradition on this show we love to play his set and laugh <laughs> i don't even have any jokes i haven't heard it yet i just want to laugh me either the president often criticized for his caution is now doing things his own way he's cut a climate deal with china he's issued an immigration order we'll see how far he can take it It's just a, alright, it says spring 2015, and it's a whole bunch of pictures of the president chilling. <laughs> One of the things that president doesn't give a fuck. President Obama's hard hit interview with the grumpy cat. Watch live. <laughs> Playing golf on top of the White House. <laughs> golf on the top of the White House. He's eating Arby's. Oh, shot at Arby's. Beats by Dre. Swimming in the White House lawn fountain. <laughs> Chiseling his own face in the Mount Rushmore. That was good. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the White House Correspondence Dinner, the night when Washington celebrates itself. Somebody's got to do it. And welcome to the fourth quarter of my presidency. It's true, I... 
That was Michelle cheering. <laughs> Fact is, I feel more loose and relaxed than ever. Those Joe Biden shoulder massages, they're like magic. <laughs> you should try one. Oh, you have. <laughs> I am determined to make the most of every moment I have left. After the midterm elections, my advisors asked me, Mr. President, do you have a bucket list? And I said, well, I have something that rhymes with bucket list. Take executive action on immigration? Bucket. <laughs> New climate regulations? Bucket. It's the right thing to do. And my new attitude is paying off. Look at my Cuba policy. The Castro brothers are here tonight. <laughs> Welcome to America, amigos. <laughs> what? It's the Castro's from Texas? Oh. Hi, Queen. Hi, Julian. Anyway. Uh, being president is never easy. I still have to fix a broken immigration system, issue veto threats, negotiate with Iran, all while finding time to pray five times a day. <laughs> Which is strenuous. And it is no wonder that people keep pointing out how the presidency has aged me. I look so old, John Boehner's already invited Netanyahu to speak at my funeral. <laughs> Meanwhile, Michelle has an age today. I ask her what her secret is. She just says, fresh fruits and vegetables. It's aggravating. Fact is, though, at this point, my legacy is finally beginning to take shape. The economy is getting better. Nine in ten Americans now have health coverage. Today, thanks to Obamacare, you no longer have to worry about losing your insurance if you lose your job. You're welcome, Senate Democrats. Jokes. <laughs> 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 Now, look, it is true I have not managed to make everybody happy. Six years into my presidency, some people still say I'm arrogant and aloof, condescending. Some people are so dumb. <laughs> no wonder I don't meet with them. And that's not all people say about me. A few weeks ago, Dick Cheney says he thinks I'm the worst president of his lifetime. 
which is interesting because I think Dick Cheney is the worst president of my lifetime. Oh. <laughs> it's quite a coincidence. Quite a coincidence. I mean, everybody's got something to say these days. Mike Huckabee recently said, people shouldn't join our military until a true conservative is elected president. Think about that. It was so outrageous, 47 ayatollahs wrote us a letter trying to explain to Huckabee how our system works. <laughs> it gets worse. It gets worse. Just this week, Michelle Bachman actually, actually predicted that I would bring about the biblical end of days. Now that's a legacy. It is. That's big. I mean, Lincoln, Washington, they didn't do that. <laughs> but, you know, I just had to put this stuff aside. I've got to stay focused on my job. Uh, because for many Americans, this is still a time of deep uncertainty. For example, I have, a, I have one friend, just a few weeks ago, she was making millions of dollars a year, and she's now living out of a van in Iowa. You talking about Hillary Clinton, man. Meanwhile, back here in our nation's capital, we're always dealing with new challenges. I'm happy to report that the Secret Service, thanks to some excellent reporting by White House correspondents, uh, they're really focusing on uh, some of the issues that have come up. And they finally figured out a foolproof way to keep people off my lawn. There's a picture of John McCain with a broom. That's hilarious. It works. And it's not just fence jumpers. Some of you know a few months ago a drone crash landed out back. That was pretty serious, but don't worry. We've installed a new state-of-the-art security system. <laughs> Joe Biden would have back. Try and hit the drone. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 let me set the record straight. I, you know, I tease Joe sometimes, but he has been at my side for seven years. I love that man. He's not just a great vice president, he is a great friend. I, we've gotten so close in some places in Indiana, they won't serve us pizza anymore. <laughs> I want to thank our host for the evening, the Chicago girl, the incredibly talented Cicely Strong. On Saturday Night Live, Sicily impersonates CNN anchor Brooke Baldwin, which is surprising because usually the only people impersonating journalists on CNN are journalists on CNN. Oh, that's wild. Oh. Oh. 
ABC is here with some of the stars from their big new comedy, Blackish. It, it, I, I, it's a great show, but uh, I have to give ABC fair warning. Uh, being blackish only makes you popular for so long. Trust me. <laughs> There's a shelf life to that thing. <laughs> As always, uh, the reporters here had a lot to cover over the last year. Here on the East Coast, one big story was the brutal winter. The polar vortex caused so many record lows, they renamed it MSNBC. Oh. 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 oh! That's good, shots fired. But of course, uh, let's face it, there is one issue on every reporter's minds, and that is 2016. Already we've seen some missteps. It turns out Jeb Bush identified himself as Hispanic back in 2009. But you know what? I, look, I understand. It's an innocent mistake. Reminds me of when I identified myself as American back in 1961. <laughs> Ted Cruz said that denying the existence of climate change made, made him like Galileo. Now that's not really an apt comparison. <laughs> Galileo believed the earth revolves around the sun. Ted Cruz believes the earth revolves around Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and, and just as an aside, I want to point out, when a guy who has his face on a hope poster calls you self-centered, you know you've got a problem. <laughs> the narcissism index is creeping up a little too high. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rick Santorum announced that he would not attend the same-sex wedding of a friend or a loved one, to which gays and lesbians across the country responded, that's not going to be a problem. <laughs> Don't sweat that one. <laughs> and Donald Trump is here. Still. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's amazing how time flies. Soon the first presidential contest will take place, and I, for one, cannot wait to see who the Koch brothers pick. <laughs> it's exciting. Marco Rubio, Rand Paul, Ted Cruz, Jeb Bush. Scott Walker, who will finally get that red rose? <laughs> oh, Lord! Oh, shit! <laughs> the winner gets a billion-dollar war chest. The runner-up gets to be the Bachelor on the next season of The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, a billion dollars from just two guys. Is it just me, or does that feel a little excessive? <laughs> it's almost insulting to the candidates. The, the, the Koch brothers think they need to spend a billion dollars to get folks to like one of these people. <laughs> it's got to hurt their feelings a little bit. And, and look, I know I've raised a lot of money too, but in all fairness, my middle name is Hussein. <laughs> What's their excuse? <laughs>
<laughs> the trail hasn't been easy for my fellow Democrats either. Uh, as we all know, Hillary's private emails got her in trouble. Uh, frankly, I thought it was going to be her private Instagram account that was going to cause her bigger problems. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's her doing a keg scan at Spring Break. <laughs> right now, some drunk dude's face is passed out. <laughs> Holding cats. <laughs> Hillary kicked things off by going completely unrecognized at a Chipotle. Not to be outdone, Martin O'Malley kicked things off by going completely unrecognized at a Martin O'Malley campaign event. (laughs) (laughs) And Bernie Sanders might run. I I like Bernie. Bernie's an interesting guy. Apparently, some folks really want to see a pot-smoking socialist in the White House. (laughs) We could get a third Obama term after all. (laughs) Could happen. Anyway, as always, I want to close on a more serious note. You know, I often joke about tensions between me and the press, but... Uh, Honestly, what they say doesn't bother me. I understand we've got an adversarial system. I'm a mellow sort of guy. And that's why I invited Luther, my anger translator, to join me here tonight. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yo, we got home from Keyfield. Oh, shit. He said he pay attention to TV, huh? In our fast-changing world, traditions like the White House Correspondents' Dinner are important. I mean, really? What is this dinner? (laughs) And why am I required to come to it? Jeb Bush, do you really want to do this? (laughs) Because despite our differences, we count on the press to shed light on the most important issues of the day. And we can count on Fox News to terrify with some nonsense. <laughs> Sharia law is coming to Cleveland. Run for the damn hills. Y'all's ridiculous. We won't always see eye to eye. Oh, and CNN, thank you so much for the wall-to-wall Ebola coverage. For two whole weeks, we were one step away from the walking dead. <laughs> and then y'all got up and just moved on to the next day. That was awesome. Oh, and by the way, just if you haven't noticed, you don't have Ebola. <laughs> but I still deeply appreciate the work that you do. Y'all remember when I had that big old hole in the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico and then I plugged it? Remember that? Which Obama's Katrina was that one? Was, it, was that 19 or was it, what, what, was it 20? Because I came around, can't remember. <laughs> Protecting our democracy is more important than ever. For example, the Supreme Court ruled that the donor who gave Ted Cruz $6 million was just exercising free speech. Yeah, it's the kind of speech like this. I just wasted $6 million. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not just Republicans. Hillary will have to raise huge sums of money, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She gonna get that money. (laughs) She gonna get all the 
of money. <laughs> Khaleesi is coming to Westeros. <laughs> so watch out. <laughs> Non-stop focus on billionaire donors creates real problems for our democracy. And that's why we're running for a third term. No, no, no we're not. <laughs> we're not. No. Who the hell said that? <laughs> but we do need to stay focused on some big challenges, like climate change. Hey, listen, y'all, if you haven't noticed, California is bone dry. <laughs> it looked like a trailer for the new Mad Max movie up in there. <laughs> y'all think that Bradley Cooper came here because he wants to talk to Chuck Todd? He needed a glass of water! Come <laughs> on! The science is clear. The science is clear. Nine out of the ten hottest years ever came in the last decade. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know how to count to ten. Rising seas, more violent storms. You got mosquitoes, sweaty people on the train, stinking it up. It's just nasty. I mean, look at, us what, look at what's happening right now. Every serious scientist says we need to act. The Pentagon says it's a national security risk. Miami floods on a sunny day, and instead of doing anything about it, we've got elected officials throwing snowballs in the Senate. Okay, okay, Mr. A, okay I, I think we got it, bro. Uh, it is crazy. <laughs> what kind of stupid, short-sighted, irresponsible bull? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, <laughs> he got too angry for Luther. <laughs> Luther backing up. <laughs> what? All, all, all due respect, sir. You don't need an anger translator. You need counseling. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here, man. I ain't trying to get into all this. No. <laughs> I'm trying to get into all this. <laughs> <laughs> Luther, my anger translator, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now that I got that off my chest. <laughs> you know, investigative journalism, explanatory journalism, journalism that exposes corruption and injustice, and gives voice to the different and the marginalized, the voiceless. That's power. It's a privilege. It's as important to America's trajectory, uh, to our values, our ideals, than anything that we could do in elected office. We remember journalists we lost over the past year. Journalists like Stephen Sotloff and James Foley murdered for nothing more than trying to shine a light into some of the world's darkest corners. We remember the journalists unjustly imprisoned around the world, including our own Jason Rezan. For nine months, Jason has been imprisoned in Tehran for nothing more than writing about the hopes and the fears of the Iranian people. 
carrying their stories to the readers of the Washington Post in an effort to bridge our common humanity. As was already mentioned, Jason's brother Ali is here tonight, and uh, I have told him personally we will not rest until we bring him home to his family, safe and sound. These journalists and so many others view their work as more than just a profession, uh, but as a public good, an indispensable pillar of our society. So I want to give the toast to them. I raise a glass to them and all of you with the words of the American foreign correspondent Dorothy Thompson. It is not the fact of liberty, but the way in which liberty is exercised that ultimately determines whether liberty itself survives. Thank you for your devotion to exercising our liberty and to telling our American story. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Yeah, that was bad. That was good. God, he the best. I'm gonna miss him when he gone. Right, cause them shit's gonna be so motherfucking boring. Mm-hmm. I don't think Hillary gonna be able to get up there and, and do that. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, not like that. And I have a question. I wonder, does he collaborate with a group of people? Do they write? I mean, they have writers and they bring in different writers for each one. I mean, it's not like he's writing these jokes himself. Um, he may have some input, but you know, it's more about delivery. Right. And he just delivers it so well because other people could have wrote this for somebody else, but it wouldn't have been delivered the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Jenner in a, uh, Friday finally had that two hour interview. A lot of people watched it and stuff. I, I don't, I don't remember what we did Friday night, but it wasn't that. Maybe we go to the movies. No. Oh, uh, we went to my parents' house and hung out with Layla. <laughs> That's right. She read comic books and stuff. Right. You said you're going to talk about that later on, but go ahead. Probably talk about it on the nerd off. Okay. Make people pay for it. Okay, guys? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, but seriously, just because it's not relevant to this. To, but, to, um, to what we're saying. My bad. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Bruce Jenner, uh, I didn't get to watch the interview. Here's, uh, but, but our girl, Ball Alert, uh, 11-8, she summed it up with some big answers. Mm-hmm. On being gay, says, no, I'm not gay. <clears throat> I'm, as far as I know, heterosexual. I've never been with a guy. I've always been married, raising kids. He says uh, that he's desired women. There are two different things here. Sexuality is who you are personally attracted to, who turns you on, male or female, whatever. Gender identity has to do with who you are as a person, your soul, and who you identify with inside. Because a lot of people get that confused when it comes to transsexuality, and you know they wonder why people say cisgendered and all that stuff. Because um, you know it's more than just the body of the person is also who you're attracted to so someone might say i'm male bodied uh uh, i'm a male bodied person but inside you know uh you know i'm a female and even with that being inside i'm still attracted to women okay so you know like you know it's deeper than just that and i I guess it's really good that there was interview with someone who honestly is weird because i didn't know bruce jenner was that popular because i don't watch the kardashians and shit be either but, but um apparently. it was really popular and maybe it's just the topic and the timing mm-hmm. and people are interested in this topic for the first time really and trying to understand and that's kind of one of the reasons that it's really important that you have examples out there uh <clears throat> not that he's these spokesperson for all transsexual people mm-hmm. or transgender people or trans you know or whatever like 
he's just himself but and and the reason i'm saying him still is because he prefers male pronouns and okay he still prefers being called bruce so okay um you know which is something else that varies per person some people don't like that some people are okay with it some people you know go back and forth you know um bruce jenner on taking hormones since the 80s uh but stopped at the meeting chris so he was he said i've been on hormones for five years i was really solid 36 b something you really can't hide those things he laughed and chris goes well okay you like to wear women's clothes and i kind of downplayed it some i feel in a lot of ways that when you love somebody you don't want to hurt them so he didn't want to tell her like i'm you know i'm a woman inside Uh. you know so he stopped so he stopped taking those those hormones to be you know openly presenting as a man with her so i guess she wouldn't get so many questions and they wouldn't okay bruce believes if chris jenner had been open to his transition they'd still be together so that's the thing that stopped them uh stopped them from being together she was like no no nah, i'm not with this i loved chris and i had a wonderful life with her i learned a lot from her that's what you like in a relationship to be able to learn from the person you're with he explained of his union with his third wife chris is a good woman well i mean that's debatable uh i've got no complaints with her she's a good person how honestly if she had been really good with it and understanding of it we'd probably still be together kim kardashian credits kanye for helping her support bruce they were talking about it and he says kim look i can be married to the most beautiful woman in the world and i am i can have the most beautiful daughter in the world and i have that but i'm nothing if i can't be me if i can't be true to myself they don't mean anything apparently that really resonated with kim who went on to tell bruce if you're doing this thing i'm helping you you're representing the family you've got to look really good um so you know and what i what was crazy about this is there was a couple articles with that in the title and stuff you know how i share articles sometimes on my twitter and facebook Mm -hmm. i'll share one of those saturday morning this person was like i don't believe it like a couple people you know this is just trying to help kanye look good and all this shit i was like what the fuck are you talking about right what the like you have to hate him so much you can't believe that he's a bit progressive uh, and a good person period yeah There's nothing or, good about him not even necessarily a good person because just you don't want anything about him to be something you can agree with right something you can look up to something you can go okay like he has to be in a box where you can hate him oh like, like this time. yeah this is just a pr move by him like the, yeah because kanye seems so worried about pr he's so worried about his image about and how, right get the fuck out of here because if he did he wouldn't do some of the things he does he doesn't care right get the fuck out of here god y'all hate them man it's so crazy right it makes no sense to me um yeah someone's like hit me up with that and i was like so you're one of those ew that's how i feel now it's just ew mm-hmm. like what's wrong with you you're like yeah you're one of these people that that stops everything you're doing because you see the name kanye or kim Kim. kardashian and you had to come and try to disagree or make some weird ass like conspiracy theory point about something the man gave an interview uh about his experience kim kardashian said that this dude helped her uh um bruce says that kanye helped her uh helped kim to be able to see it what else needs to be done what like it's not like it's gonna help him sell an album no it's not you says anything with the kardashians or anything associated with them some people just that the anger within right and, them. and also people act like this wouldn't also hurt as much 
like the way that people are like coming out like anytime someone comes out and says i support something there's always another side to where people are like fuck that guy i don't like him anymore right and people act like uh when people are open and they finally decide to tell the world who they are like there's no consequences or repercussions to it that's why a lot of times people would a lot of people would rather not say anything because i was like i don't want to deal with that i yeah. would just rather not say anything and live my life privately than to come out and have to deal with the scrutiny of it and as homophobic as hip-hop can be you know people have gotten on kanye for like wearing a kilt right so a like goddamn as, kilt right as homophobic as hip-hop can be you're gonna tell me that him coming out and you know really being understanding and and pushing his wife towards understanding is like anyway get the fuck out of here <clears throat> bruce jenner considers himself asexual for now it's so far down the road it's like the last thing in the world i can't figure what that side out i just want to be i just want to have a free soul and have lots of great friends i'm 65 yeah that was a huge part of it too you know it's transitioning so late in life mm-hmm. it's not like you want to go out and get it all get it on all the time i just want to enjoy life i'm asexual for now also he will be having an eight-part docuseries on e um uh following his life as a woman uh so yeah it, you know good for him uh, i'm glad people were very accepting of it i'm glad people were um you know coming out and supporting him and you know most of my timeline i saw people being very open-minded which is very funny because black people always get the worst fucking rep and people always go completely in on black folks um for anything homophobic or you know whatever and the my whole timeline is full of black people being very supportive you know yes sir um so uh laverne cox came out and said that uh people's lives will be saved by his um coming out as transgender uh bruce Jenner's transition won't just affect one person or family according to laverne cox the olympians bold decision to go public with his transformation i mean with his transition from male to female will change the way society as a whole understands the transgender community saturday night before heading to the 2015 white house correspondence dinner uh cox told msnbc's janet mock oh man she got invited to the dinner good job uh, Laverne. uh what bruce really wants to come out of this is that people's lives will be saved and that people will be helped by this at this time jenner has not chosen to publicly identify as a woman so rolling out will continue to refer to him as bruce until he indicates otherwise i spoke to bruce today and they were really pleased with the way things went last night said cox referring to Diane sawyer's exclusive interview with jenner for abc i think a lot of people turned tuned in expecting to see a spectacle and they tuned tuned in and saw a profoundly nuanced complicated beautiful human being uh said the orange is the new black star i thought abc handled it really beautifully i had spoken to bruce several months back and the same person i spoke to on the phone who really just loves their children so much and wants their family to be happy was the person i saw on television last night earlier on saturday cox tweeted her support to jenner sending lots of love and support to hashtag bruce jenner and their family tonight it is always brave to stand in one's truth congrats darling so that was dope um from laverne cox uh also um some people weren't able to to get right with it um chris humphreys former husband of kim kardashian for about 67 days or whatever it was (laughs) 15 minutes yeah he tweeted out some dumb shit 
uh he put on twitter during the middle of the interview man i'm glad i got out when i did hashtag gotta do you now what do you think that means karen it's during the middle of the bruce jenner interview he's the ex of kim kardashian oh this is like against everything happening against the interview against bruce against Mm -hmm. kim like he's just angry right like so, i mean because you could have wrote this at any other time and people would have ignored the shit out of it but you purposely did it doing this where you know people were going to be looking and watching and paying close attention so then later he tweeted i have and always will support bruce hits hashtag gotta do you now recognize i now recognize i was too vague and sincerely apologize for the way this came across hashtag fully support bruce mm-hmm, after somebody had backlash and somebody was like what are you doing yeah that that's bullshit i don't believe you by the way i like that the original tweet got uh twelve thousand retweets just about because everybody was like this nigga you know what i'm saying right and i bet you after he seen that he was like oh i don't think that i i I need to be a little bit clearer but you know you meant what you said you were happy that you got out because you was like well god i don't almost like i'm glad i don't have to deal with this basically right and i'm not getting the questions in the interviews about because what is the i'm glad i got out when i did what how is that supporting chris right uh, i mean supporting bruce it's not yeah it's clear he clearly took a shot at him <laughs> got a whole lot of flack for it for being homophobic and whatnot and then backed up and, and transphobic and then yeah and then was like oh i mean uh i got out because i support him so much and you know i have so much respect that you know it's you know it's like it's almost like we're too good of friends you know how it is guys <clears throat> so yeah that was that was crazy oh um, speaking of which laverne cox remember we talked last week about her getting the cover of that magazine where she uh posed nude and um everybody was uh i think it was allure magazine everybody was like sharing the picture on social media and stuff Mm -hmm. and you know uh i'm sure uh, (laughs) um uh bell hooks was probably not a fan of that decision um but uh i can't side with bell hooks whenever she goes against somebody for you know choosing to you know use their own sex appeal and be proud of their own body and all that stuff i can't really side with her on that kind of shit um and it's funny because the other people that can't side with her on that a lot of times are ignorant as white feminists a lot i mean that do side with bell hooks on that right that that are like yes you know they'll celebrate um you know tina fey or madonna or miley cyrus or um lena dunham praise them they'll praise them for being nude and trouncing about and how brave they are but when a uh transgender person comes you know comes full circle basically and says i'm proud of my body and i want to be an example to other people about what they can be and not to be scared and all this stuff um then all of a sudden they need to be shamed and put down um and you know the same thing y'all complain about people do to you you turn around and do it to somebody that's and and that's one that's one thing that angers me because it's like uh even in certain uh sections of sex is one of those things where it's hey i'm all about equality until it's somebody else and then fuck you Mm mm-hmm 
you know so um megan murphy is this uh feminist who wrote this really fucked up post um about uh laverne cox and how um as far as she's concerned her body empowers no one um because that was the thing was laverne cox was like this empowers you know transgender women Mm -hmm. um you know it empowers uh you know those all those people that you know have the you know kind of get marginalized um well this woman's like no your your objectified body uh empowers nobody in your opinion though that, that, right that, of course right and and nobody really cares about your opinion so that's why you write these think pieces because the thing about it is that you're making a name off of her pick so if she hadn't opposed to pick what the fuck were you gonna write about right so on her website she writes what the fuck are you trying to sell us america this month a lord featured a new photo of transgender actress laverne cox in the magazine which she herself as well as a number of sites have presented as empowering groundbreaking the cut for example spoke with cox about the shoot who admit, who, who admitted she gasped ate mac and cheese the night before and i think we read that quote about her basically saying like you know i ate macaroni and cheese and i went and did my suit my shoot like mm-hmm you know like i'm just trying to be myself basically like i didn't starve myself to get it just right any of that this was deemed <laughs> radical self-acceptance by the cut okay so we are to believe that one achieving a quote-unquote perfect body as defined by a patriarchal porn culture through plastic surgery then presenting it as sexualized object for public consumption equates to radical self-acceptance two eating food is radical uh one uh at no point the was the shoot or any comments from laverne cox about having a perfect body right ever if anything it lends itself to the macaroni and cheese thing which is i don't have i'm not trying to achieve a perfect body i'm not starving myself uh i'm just eating you know like normal and then going to do the shoot you know because it's about accepting myself not trying to conform to something right and let's be true a lot of people in the lgbtq don't accept everybody in the lgbtq and it's one of those things where hey if i can understand it like kind of within this own group if i can understand and i can accept it it's cool once you start getting into the transgender once you start getting into things that i don't understand it's like fuck them well they're a part of the group also and you need to be fighting for their rights also but it's one of those things where i can turn around and look quote unquote down on you because i consider you less than because i don't understand or either my my own personal fears and my own personal insecurities i can reflect them on you you know or what is wrong with me uh if i consider you attractive right um no not to mention when has black women been considered the perfect body in any type of uh culture in america never it's always been marginalized you know so if saying well this person's a black woman and they're on the cover magazine why would you well obviously it's just for the patriarchal porn culture like okay uh, Cox explained that she, and also, who the fuck are you to decide what's empowering to someone or someone else? Cause there might be people that are in situations where they're like, man, I'll, I feel hopeless right now. You know, when suicide is at a high rate for a lot of people that are in this situation. Right. Um, you know, that, like, you're telling me giving someone hope 
that you know at some point i might be looked up to as you know as an example of of not just accepting myself but also sexuality and you know adding more lanes to this uh to our culture as far as what is quote-unquote acceptable is it positive like what the fuck do you want out of life then you know uh cox explained that she decided to do the shoot because she felt it could be really powerful for the communities that she represents adding seeing a black transgender woman embracing and loving everything about herself might be inspiring to some other folks this statement strikes me as all kinds of backwards is it really a sign that we love everything about ourselves which for the record i hardly expect anyone to do women especially are taught to hate their bodies and work to alter them to suit the expectations of a misogynistic society trans people have received the message that if they don't properly fit into the limiting and oppressive gender binary there's something wrong with them that can only be resolved by embracing the opposite end of the gender spectrum if we alter our bodies through surgery and hormones um so basically she's she's saying well if you're really accepting yourself you just stay a man you know like don't change your body right so which completely just disregards and doesn't understand the issues at hand for a lot of people that are trans where they're like i feel like i was born in the wrong body quote unquote and i want to change it if i have the ability to do so and this is now the natural self that i always had inside and you're going no that's wrong right and that's my thing you're dismissing everything about her and who she is and to me also you're dismissing the fact that there are black people in your motherfucking group it's very frustrating when people come make these sweeping statements and you want to disregard that blackness is not a factor in a lot of these situations Mm-hmm. yep um so she says um uh, is it seems clear that radical self-acceptance is not at all what cox is experiencing or conveying to her audience there's beauty in things we think are imperfect the sound that sounds very cliche but it's true cox said but where is this image are the imperfections she and the lord seem to have done everything in their power to create and present a perfect female body offered up to the male gaze for consumption but sold as radical emblematic of self-love yeah, I think you just have a problem with people transitioning, like because well, you, you just have a problem with anybody that's not a white woman being the fucking center of attention. Let's right. keep it clear. Correct. It ain't about transition. It ain't about any of that. If this was a white woman on the cover, she would not have this problem. She wouldn't have written this article at all. I guarantee it. Right, and you'd have been fine with it. Right, because when it's Lena Dunham, it's it's so radical because she's ugly by the standards that this white woman has decided are attractive like as if no one could possibly find lena dunham attractive right right there's a lot of people mentally who have hang-ups about the fact that laverne cox uh is is trans there's a lot of people Mm -hmm. you know i remember one time i was on twitter and i you know and honestly i don't watch orange is new black i didn't even know laverne cox was uh like even like it was even a thing me either to to know if she was transsexual or not it was a clip from the view or something that i posted and i was like and I think I posted it because Raven Simone said something stupid. It wasn't even about Laverne Cox. She right. just happened to be there. And honestly, didn't cross my mind that she uh, uh, was at any point a man or whatever. I just did not know and did not care. Like, that had nothing to do with the topic. I posted that, and, like, the first couple comments I got back was like, well, what's a man doing on The View? And I was like, no. I see a panel of six women. women. Right. Like, I, like, what man? Well, that dude right there. there there's no dude like what are you talking about well that that that's a, that's a dude man who laverne cox i do my googles real quick come back so wait because she's a trans woman you're gonna say some ignorant shit like 
she's a dude right like she's trans that's not she's not a dude oh okay well i just didn't know whatever and you know they low-key they probably were shooting shade trying to be funny or whatever but the point being there's a lot of men who can't get over that hang up a lot of women who can't get over that hang up this is one of those people you know like you can't get over your hang up and so it's not necessarily about presenting a certain type of shape of body or whatever you know or looking perfect it's about the mental hang up more than anything else mm-hmm. people go no i can't be attracted to you because you're not um presenting as you're because you're presenting as a woman and i know you're not quote unquote like i i can't my mind will not accept anything but one or two you're a woman you're a man that's it pick Mm. pick a category ones and zeros right and and i will say this and i will continue to say this a lot of people have issues with people that are, are transgender and transsexual because it begins to make them question their own sexuality and what they're attracted to and all this stuff and they're just afraid that you i'm going to be quote unquote uh attractive to you and if i am something's wrong with me and make you know makes them challenge themselves and a lot of people don't like to be challenged sexually because they're like this is the way i've been brought up this is how it is and 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 you can't fuck with the way i think sexually yeah and what's funny is that um a lot of times the discussions like these um stop people from being wanting to be labeled as feminist Mm -hmm. or womanist or like anything but feminist because honestly white women in gen in general and and some and other women too that have been so like adamant about marginalizing and pushing people out of feminism and telling people you what you can and cannot be and some of the arguments get so passionate that there's a lot of people that are scared to be like i'm a feminist or whatever but if feminism is based on equality and wanting fairness regardless of gender then who isn't right you know what i'm saying like like i like because i you know i've always been kind of afraid of that term and i you know like because i don't want to get into the fight right and i don't care but at the same time there's never been a point in my life where i didn't think women and men should be equal in in, and treated fairly correct so like you know like but this is the kind of discussion that keeps people going man it's it's just too complicated it's not complicated this bitch is wrong right the end you know what i mean pick your line for what you want to do and where you want to call yourself and what you want to fight for and i understand you don't want to pick up the totem and and whatever but there's a lot of different uh just like anything right there's a lot of different approaches and philosophies about um you know about feminism and about just like there is about black issues right that just like everybody that's black doesn't necessarily agree on black shit no they don't everybody that's a feminist doesn't agree on feminist shit but it does take people to push people like this to challenge them and be like no you're wrong and what you're saying is not not only is it not uh feminist it's anti-feminist it's anti-woman it's anti-trans like what you're doing what you're saying is wrong and if it isn't for people pushing against her nobody will ever know right because the whole thing about it and just the, the 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 as the movement progressed it became about women's rights and women's choices of women being treated as equals right and at at the foundation of it that's what it's been um 
and it's just one of the things where when it first got started people of color were not included in these groups but as time went on and women got rights and shit like that black women and brown people have had to fight to get into these groups to be like hey we're women too include us and it's just one of those things where you constantly go through the battle of people not including you because you're quote unquote not um you don't fit into their boxes and right but they can't make you not that right like, by saying i'm not gonna label myself or i'm not gonna include myself you're already doing that work for them if that's your if that's your argument is that well they're gonna push me out then so you're gonna do the work for them and be like well i'm definitely not that i'm not a feminist don't call me that okay so then feminism is basically for white women got it and that's how a lot of people look at it right that's stupid mm-hmm. like it's stupid that's like like and i don't want to hear labels are restrictive and labels are this that's bullshit and the reason it's bullshit is because people got mad at raven simone because she wouldn't say that she was african-american is labels are good when you have some esteem in them and some value attached to them then you're okay with the labels i don't see what's so bad about uh you know i, I feel like people need to take the stigma out of it i understand it man i read this um essay in the back of this comic um uh what is it called uh no oh bitch planet i read the uh essay in the back of bitch planet man and it was about just the term feminism and how it's become so stigmatized that people believe in it people by definition are feminists men women whatever right you're a feminist Mm -hmm. you will refuse to acknowledge that you are a feminist because you're so fucking scared of the debate that comes with that possibly right of being feminist checked of being challenged of just dealing with fucking people you don't even like because they swear they are feminist and you don't want to fucking have that discussion and i feel like that's why people like this run amok and that correct and like that's correct. why if i go through her comments it's a whole bunch of people that agree with her a hundred percent because they definitely uh you know definitely uh support her ignorance because they've never been challenged by an opinion outside of that you know like outside of what they're comfortable with right Mm -hmm. it's like to get your card to be as long as everybody else opts out because they're out of some type of weird misplaced type of fear of conflict and people like this go and check you know so yeah i i would say um you know uh, uh that that to me is this shit running muck anyway what's funny about this and i won't read the whole thing but playboy playboy uh published a article that says laverne cox gets naked exposes radical feminist exclusionism by noah berlatsky um that basically just details how stupid megan murphy's argument is good uh you know and it's it's you know it's playboy which obviously has had issues i'm sure around objectification and all kinds of shit you know promoting a mostly white aesthetic beauty standard and all this shit yes and here and here they go being like um actually this woman's wrong wrong as fuck right um so it said when laverne cox decided to pose for a lure she was knew she was taking a risk black women are not often told we're beautiful unless we align with certain standards trans women certainly are not told we're beautiful more than that trans women and black women too are often told they're not real women 
when the image of the perfect woman is coded from childhood as snow white the fairest and the most sunburned in all the land the idea becomes that all the rest of us are just donning costumes to imitate true beauty says black trans women writer uh shadi Devereaux. i wonder if it's shady anyway uh cox in taking off her clothes and costume and posing all natural as herself dares the viewer to see her as not just beautiful but natural she also as i'm sure she knows invites a backlash from those who see black trans women's bodies as innately false the black the backlash was not slow in coming that's the thing the fact that you it's like look at your presenting your body like it like something to have sex with what's wrong with you Disgusting. like something right something desirable right feminist megan murphy reacted to the photo just as cox suggests that people often react to black and trans women with disgust prejudice and horror in short by impressively but in a short but impressively cruel post murphy sneers at cox for attempting to achieve a perfect body as defined by a patriarchal porn culture through plastic surgery and then presenting it as a sexualized object for public consumption that's a quote she scoffs at the idea that trans women who take hormones or have surgery are accepting themselves murphy suggests that trans women are spending thousands thousands of dollars sculpting their bodies in order to look like some cartoonish version of a woman as defined by the porn industry and pop culture a lot of regular women do that right well no, yeah well that, she would also probably be against that okay but here's the thing though that's funny to me is you not, and first of all for the record i'm not saying these things are the same but i need y'all to follow me on this um explanation that would be like saying if someone felt that their vitamin d was off or they felt that uh they had adhd or you know whatever because people have often described being transsexual as having a feeling of being like crazy quote unquote because you feel like you don't have a lot of people to identify with and you feel like trapped in your own body like what something's wrong quote unquote and that so they're like i'm gonna take these hormones i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do the things i can to make myself feel correct quote unquote to feel right to feel what you know to feel like myself like the self that i feel that i am inside so whether that be hormones surgery whatever well to me that would be like saying to someone that has you know um you know adhd or a vitamin deficiency or just you know whatever someone that wants to lose weight or someone like you know what i mean like whatever the thing is that would make that person person feel like more balanced being like nah mm -mm. so you full of shit now but you you gonna die to exercise you know what i'm saying like it's 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 like that being like you trying to make a change it's like well the change for me i'm telling you the change will make me feel better it makes me feel like a whole person i don't feel right right now and you're going nah 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 i decide in my fucking privilege as a person that is you know cisgendered and out and, and and has a bunch of advantages built into that um i've decided that you should not do that because i decide you know if you really want to accept yourself just don't change anything just do what i tell you to do who the fuck are you to decide to Correct. tell somebody that shit you know what i mean and like i said i don't think being transgender gay uh whatever is uh the same as having like adhd or you know just for the record so we don't get those letters but 
you know the point being someone takes a step towards what they feel makes them a healthier more well-balanced person and then you go yeah well that doesn't fit into what i think right and that's the problem because nobody really gives a fuck about what you think right no one asked me I, i'm feminist megan murphy and no one asked my opinion on right, this right because my opinion on feminism is the only opinion that matters why because i'm a white woman uh cox for murphy is a cartoon plastic surgery constructed thing unreal and it's in its parody of beauty ugly the loathing of and contemptible contempt are palpable with black feminist activist sojourner truth cox in her nakedness ask ain't i a woman and murphy with cold glee replies no mm, that, that, that those bars right there and i agree um you know and it's also because that challenge mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of women that feel challenged and very privileged like i'm a woman that's it it stops the line stops here like you know what i mean no of the kind you're like yeah. word like you black women are women the end and for her <laughs> ugly white women is women Duh that's end. why i draw the line it drops stops at lena dunham the coldness isn't new ideally you'd hope feminism would be about fighting for the rights of all women and trying to free all people from oppressive gender stereotypes <sighs> in practice though the radical feminist tradition of andrea dworkin and janice raymond who murphy champions has often built itself on exclusion rather than inclusion radical feminism's radicalism is often defined by smearing other women trans women sex workers women of color as deluded dupes of men and patriarchy yep oh yeah that's the other thing if you do agree with megan murphy don't think this stops with trans women oh no oh no it stops with sex workers Mm -hmm. it stops with black women uh you know like strippers right it goes into every fucking thing that's not her she's the only person that's got it right and the rest of you motherfuckers ain't empowered by shit you're all just being played by the man she's the only one that got it figured out guys these radical feminisms in my opinion don't even feign inclusivity researcher activist zoe Samunzi uh Samuzzi, a project assistant at usf told me there's a very prescriptive understanding of what emancipation and liberation looks like white women have historically been perpetrators of violence against black women's bodies and the same entitlement and identity centeredness in feminism has enabled them to proclaim themselves as the arbiters of womanhood the logic that led the 19th century feminist uh white feminist to push for votes for white women alone is still painfully visible in murphy's attack on cox some women are not worthy of kindness of love or of sisterhood you don't deserve it because you're different than me right like at no point did that come from a place of love it was all about striking her down how dare you try to be a symbol of beauty you know um that was the thing about the bell knox thing that i thought i mean bell hooks thing that i thought was fucked up was it was it was very much like how dare you you know what i mean like look at you presenting for like you attractive to somebody by by trying to look like these white people that's like, like somebody will want you right not like there's no power in being wanted like there's no power in especially someone marginalized being wanted someone's been told their whole life you are unwantable right 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 and 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 for me that's why whenever being a black woman and whenever you get to the point where you just love your body and you love it like it is and you love your brownness and you love your wide nose your big lips your big hips your thick thighs once you get to the point where you just really just love yourself for who you are and you come out and say here i am here are my rolls and my bumps no i might not look like a supermodel but god damn it here i am and you're gonna have to deal with me whenever uh black women get to that point you get backlash from a lot of different areas you get backlash 
particularly not all but from black men Mm -hmm. then you get back backlash from uh the other society telling uh, that, that constantly tells you that uh why would anybody want you and right. then you have black women and black men to say why would anybody want you right. you know so it's just a constant you have to get to the point where as a black woman you really have got to mature and get your mind right uh because and you know what you have black women to tell other black women don't nobody want you right. you know so it's a constant all through your life don't nobody want you and i can't speak for anybody else but that's something that i had to i struggle with a lot as a teenager as a youth growing up thoughts of suicide and all this shit because you really think you're not worthy of love i can't speak for everybody i'm just speaking for me and and, and unless somebody's constantly around you encouraging you and you're seeing positive role models like this shit matters and it's amazing how people disregard how you have children that are in these situations that look at her and that's encouraging to them and to let them know that it will be all right i can make it through this there are other people out there like me i I, there are support groups there are people that i can call this shit matters and it's just one of those things that like I like I'm really to the point now where I'm like, hey, I love me, I love my skin. No, I'm not perfect. Yes, I got flaws. You know, I got scars on my body, all kinds of shit. But you know what? I'm me, and I'm black, and I'm beautiful, and I'm proud. And that, and, and once you stand in that glory, life will be a lot better. And also, you have to get to the point where you have to look at other people. And go, I don't give a fuck what you think about me. I really don't. Not and not only that it's a matter of life or death right this is literally a matter of life or death for a lot of people and for someone to feel like well my opinion is the one that needs to be what really needs to be catered to here and we need to let her know that she's not a woman and she is not and if she really wants to accept herself just present as a man don't get don't try to look attractive by any means whether for yourself or anyone else because that's the other thing that's beyond this person's understanding laverne cost can want to do this for herself you know what i mean not for right. it, like she was even saying in the article like i didn't want to do this i was not and then she said she told him no yeah for I, I told them no i thought about it and then eventually i was like actually this might help somebody i can't even imagine that level of influence or responsibility where i feel like my actions and the things i stand for are responsible for whether someone thinks to themselves i might end it all right you know what i mean like i might end it all and i and and i don't think people understand the precarious line that a lot of people are on when it comes to looking up to people like like laverne cox and then going all right let's admonish laverne cox let's admonish just the idea of uh trans beauty basically and then act like there's no repercussions out there in the world who's reading your blog who else like think about outside of yourself and not just another white woman imagine anybody reading your blog anybody another person's thinking about transitioning you know what i mean and what message are you sending her message is clear you're not a real woman stay the fuck away from this mm-hmm. that's the message you're sending and then people wonder why people are out here killing themselves why teens out here are, you know committing suicide and you know and i saw someone on twitter that was like well it's good that people are getting more accepting and that families and stuff you know with kanye and all that stuff is you know people are going i said it is good i won't lie that is dope but also the detractors are getting louder and louder you know also um people continue to kill themselves not to mention families 
you know you would like to think that well once you know somebody you understand but how many stories do we have where somebody's like i talk, came out to my parents at 15 and they you know and, the, and we're reading that because it's in the suicide note mm-hmm. you know that like this shit is so real right now for someone to put some destructive bullshit like megan murphy put out here it, it's man it's just really disheartening it's really disheartening it, it, it is and and um for me personally and this is one reason why uh for uh michelle obama for me i can't speak for anybody else but i know seeing a black woman as the first lady in the white house meant the world to me um because there are so many little girls to look up to michelle obama Right. She looks like them. Sometimes she wears her hair natural just like they do. You know, she's proud. You know, she comes out and she owns her blackness. She owns her sexuality. She owns who she is. She's also somebody's boss. She also is a leader. She also tells other people what to do. This shit matters to a child that might be thousands of miles away, might be in poverty, might be on welfare and food stamps, might need assistance, looking around and look at Michelle Obama and it strikes something and it inspires them to go, you know what, if she can do that, I can do it too and encourage them to go on a little longer because the thing about it is that for a lot of black children, they get in a place of darkness um, because you're constantly uh, depending on the environment that you're from. It's a lot of negativity that happens that goes on around you all the time. And a lot of people take it for granted that have not lived in poverty, that didn't grow up in the ghetto, that grew up middle class to upper to middle class. They don't have to deal with these situations. They don't have to deal with, if I walk out my door, will I make it to school? If I walk out my door, will I get grank, would I get gang raped? You know, if I walk out my door, would I get a bullet, bullet or something like that? You're like, like the, the problems varies. And so just that spark of light for them looking at her means something. And me, even as a grown woman, I look at her and I'm still like, wow. You know, I'm still like, she walks out out there like she owned the motherfucking world and she fucking does and it encourages me to be like you know what if she can do it i can do it too and i'm a grown-ass woman well everybody has that little kid inside of them you know that that identifies that you know that's why you know we played the full 22 minutes of president obama on this shit you know like it does mean something to me and i'm not scared to admit that and i don't you're not taking any power away from me by me admitting that Mm -hmm. um and the same thing with laverne cox like it's even more important because people are dying people are killing themselves people are like it's not just in the abstract that we know this like we know that these actions that she takes with ownership and i I imagine it must be immense responsibility that she feels in in walking in this and there's so much blatant homophobia transphobia and people with jokes and all this shit so you like it is a walking a tightrope and then you have people like megan murphy that want to come out and shoot shots you know mm-hmm. uh you know and, and like i could even understand like when jamie fox made his jokes about bruce jenner i could almost i could understand that because it's a comedy atmosphere Mysterious, even right. though i feel like you know what he did was kind of over the line and kind of fucked up but i understand his point what is the point of this woman just to shoot her down to let mm-hmm. her know you're not like me therefore you are not valid therefore you're not lovable you know um not to mention for many many trans women that cannot afford to get surgeries and changes and cosmetic things 
that uh cannot really present as a woman or maybe they present as a woman but once you know it gets right down to it um you know uh their body is still male they get killed of course like there are people killing them like it is life or death and you just want to have a fucking theoretical debate about who the fuck gets on the cover of a lord anyway right right and 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 not to drag this on but this is one reason why when 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 people give the arguments about uh lgbtqs and fighting for their rights and black people fight for their rights how people act like they're not the same they are the same in this extent and in this arena because either way people are dying just like black people are being shot and killed you have people in this lgbt community that are being shot and being killed also at the end of the day people are being affected by rules and regulations and policies and people's frames of mind so you have got to to get to the point where you got to look uh look at look at it from a perspective of hey i want these people to have rights because i don't want my rights taken away from me either right all right exactly but that's a that that person talking is coming from a point where their rights have never been threatened really ever like she's this is kind of like how um i noticed in the uh Gwyneth Paltrow bullshit as she wrote something in there about well what I'm really concerned about is wage equality yeah Mm-mm. okay yeah cause that's my fight you know this other shit this, this being poor shit that's whack um uh alright so there's um been some stuff going on around uh Baltimore with uh Freddie Gray who was killed by the um here's the thing um I don't know how this person died, but what I do know is that they were taken into police custody fine. They were um, taken out of police custody with a broken neck and died a week later. So I don't know. I mean, you know, it could be a lot of things that could have happened. You know, I'm only going by, you know, the historical violence of the police towards black people that i'm coming to the conclusion that they may have done something to this man may you know may have uh this is baltimore um two thousand people marched downtown baltimore on saturday to protest the unexplained death of a black man in police custody authorities said many demonstrators threw objects at officers and broke windows so of course many people that have been silent on it before said i got to talk i got to draw the line that broke windows come on now it's getting crazy you out here breaking these goddamn windows i mean breaking necks that's one thing but breaking windows Mm-mm. you can't even really see out a broke window that's crazy well, it's to shut it down and the biggest protest is 25 year old freddie gray died on sunday two separate clusters of protesters chanting shut it down began marching the groups merged into a single wave headed towards city hall for a peaceful rally the latest u.s demonstrated the demonstration protesting the treatment of african-americans by law enforcement after the rally some groups of protesters fanned out across the city and disturbances were reported baltimore police said on twitter that some protesters threw objects at officers and broke windows uh local television showed footage of a protester throwing a crowd control barrier toward officers uh protesters also jumped on some police cars breaking their windshields at various times protesters faced off against officers in front of camden yards home of the orioles baseball team whose evening game against the boston red sox began to schedule at least two arrests were made during the protest 
uh baltimore police spokesman captain ed kawalzik okay um told local television station wbal the on-camera interview quickly ended after a group of demonstrators began yelling at him gray was arrested uh april 12th and died a week later the latest u.s fatality of a black man under questionable circumstances during police encounters the deaths have triggered an outcry over the use of force by law enforcement against african-americans uh they got on to talk about eric gardner and mike brown on friday baltimore's police commissioner conceded that police have failed to provide gray with timely medical attention for a spinal injury he has suffered sometime after being apprehended and put inside of a transport van police have not explained how he sustained the injury i think right now on the timeline all they know is like he was arrested they picked somebody else up at some point next thing you know broke neck so who knows when or how during the march some demonstrators confronted about 50 police officers in front of a baseball stadium the protesters pushed against the wall of barricades and waved signs at officers who stood silently in two lines as some demonstrators kicked and dented police cars parked nearby the revolution is here i'm going to kill you all of you guilty one demonstrator yelled as he leaned over a barricade traffic in the largely african-american city was blocked by masses of people gathered in the streets six baltimore police officers have been suspended in the gray case and in an internal police investigation is underway we are all united in our demand to indict six, the six police officers and convict said sharon black spokeswoman for the people's power assembly one of the rally organizers on friday baltimore police commissioner anthony Batts said the officers repeatedly failed to give great medical assistance and disregarded the department regulations by failing to buckle the man into street restraints in the van seat restraints restraints so minimum you know he was riding around with no safety belt on or anything for his own safety so it could have been an accident like car accident or something or fouling or whatever but come on that's not what any of us think gene ryan president of the baltimore police union criticized bats comments of course don't they always ryan president of the baltimore fraternal order of police said in a statement the commissioner's comments appear to be politically driven <laughs> because it wouldn't be political to side with obvious police ineptitude obvious police ineptitude minimum not to say not to even consider that police could have committed a crime i mean god forbid but to to i to to not even be able to say obviously these people fucked up this guy died in their custody oh well that's politically motivated you know as if police fraternal order of police don't aren't politically motivated as if they don't constantly drop political statements as if they didn't turn their back on the mayor of new york uh police have said gray fled when officers approached him in a high crime area but he was caught a short time later and placed in a van he was carrying a switchblade knife police said hmm wonder why hmm why would a black man hmm, run, run from the police i mean Hmm, I mean, what does he have to fear? I don't know. It's not like they kill you for running. Oh, wait, no, they kill they you for do. that. They kill you for that. Well, he could have just put his hands up and, oh, no, they, they kill you for that, too. Wow. He just was being black. Hmm, wow. Uh, when the, when the, maybe if he would just got his license right. Oh, no, they, they kill you for that, too. Uh-huh. They shoot yeah. you for that. Tell you to get it, you reach it for it, and then they shoot, right. That, yeah, real. Mm-hmm. When the van arrived at the police station, the ambulance was called and Gray was taken to the hospital. He died a week later. 
bass said um um friday that investigators are still trying to determine what happened inside the police van police said the investigation would be completed on may 1st a day before protesters plan another rally in baltimore the department will turn over its findings to state prosecutors and independent review will follow so yep that happened yeah more more definitely more about that stuff will come out yep uh the commissioner came out and said basically they failed to get him help multiple times oh yeah you're accountable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i believe you fucked them up but let's say you didn't fuck them up you didn't follow protocol right multiple. so you still fucked up right multiple times there's no excuse for him dying in your custody uh being that in grave grievously injured in your custody uh at the first stop gray was placed in leg irons the driver stopped the second time to deal with mr gray and the facts of that interaction are under investigation to deal with him what do you think that is deputy police commissioner kevin davis said the van stopped one more time to add a second prisoner bass told reporters that at the third stop an officer saw gray on the floor of the van asking for a medic the officer in the van driver picked him up and put him in the seat when the drain arrived at the western district station police called for an ambulance and said davis who was in said davis who was in charge of the investigation gray was not buckled in while being transported as as, as his department policy since 2004 bpd has twice been found responsible for paralyzing suspects with so-called rough rides where officers drive erratically while carrying unbuckled but handcuffed suspects to cause them injury okay oh mm-hmm. fuck you so you've done this shit before According to Bats, police are currently investigating whether Gray's injuries were the result of a rough ride. We know he was not buckled in transportation wagon as he should have been, Bats said. Mm-hmm. Um, no excuses for me, said, period, Bats told reporters. We know our police employees failed to get a medical attention in a timely manner uh, multiple times. Right, yep. so he's admitted they fucked up, which is the last thing a lot of no, it is never our fault. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You have policies and rules and procedures just like everybody else, and if they wouldn't follow, somebody fucked up and they have to be held accountable. Yep. So of course they uh had to had to do that. So <clears throat> anyway, um, you know, I'm sure there'll be more coming out with all that stuff because there always is. Oh yeah, got to be two sides to every story. All right, there always fucking is, man. Um, let's get into baller alert. Mm-hmm. Um, see if we can try to salvage something from this fucking terrible world, <laughs> piece of shit place. Five star hotel, you can meet me. Five star bitch, just 
the fire stop bitch Just the fire stop bitch Just the fire stop bitch If your credit's so high Female stay fly If your juice box wet And your head some fire You a fire stop bitch 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 Fire stop bitch You a fire stop bitch You a fire stop bitch Alright Here's your choices guys party next door says no selfies after baller alert groupie tell and alleged groupie speaks number two so your baller wants to fly you out blog by queen of vine number three young bird groupie tell number four groupie tells another august alcina tale this time featuring dj era and number five finding love on the world wide web tally the votes in the chat room i shall play more music what did you say karen no no it was a very very slow delay my bad okay yeah, no, no, take your time I was, i'm just playing Dropping daily texts, going to move to Tennessee. If you ain't a five star, you be done in the faces. Fake Gucci, fake Louis Shorty, that'll make your base. You ain't a five star, you ain't a five star. I'm a five star bitch, cause I ain't that other bitch. She be rolling left for hers from the wound, I be rich. I ain't gotta talk about the money and the shoot game. All you gotta do is Google Trina, see the poop, man. All right, what number we at? I got two. Number two, Yo Yo Baller wants to fly you out. Blog by Queen Ivanya. The Queen. Um, all right, let's get into this then. Um, this is one of those advice columns. I'm assuming being romantically involved with a baller definitely comes with various perks and privileges, such as dinner at five star restaurants, expensive gifts of appreciation, admission to exclusive events, luxurious vacations. Oh, and did did I mention? being flown out being flown out by your baller is truly something special despite the simplicity why well his endeavors his endeavor is confirmation that he's not only interested in you but he also enjoys spending time with you none of that other shit was that okay (laughs) (laughs) i feel like all that shit kind of okay look at it like this if he merely wanted company of a woman he could easily pursue the local without your knowledge which i can also guarantee you is a lot cheaper but he chose not to oh i see so he can do all that other shit with a local chick but he but if he you. put a plane ticket on it then he must really like you that don't mean nothing depending on how much money he made that's like you know uh uh taxi cab across town mm-hmm. in his pocket instead he chose to bring you and all you have to offer to him literally regardless of his true intentions the fact that he desires your presence to the extent that he's willing to pay to see you is beyond flattering for most and certainly a boost to the female ego if you've never been flown out before let alone been offered it's rather difficult to understand the seriousness of the situation not the seriousness yes you broke bitches i mean it's <laughs> not, i guess i'm broke then because i ain't flying me out i mean it's not like you can just accept your baller's offer throw some clothes in a bag and go it's not that easy 
there are other things to take into consideration before saying yes or boarding the seriousness of the relationship his expectations your expectations etc if traveling to him appears to be appropriate for the relationship that exists between the two of you then go but remember there are some things to keep in mind one be discreet just because you're being flown out by a baller doesn't mean you have to announce it to the whole world don't put anything on social media that will spark unnecessary attention or speculation advertising your whereabouts and or and endeavors especially when an exclusive relationship hasn't been established makes you appear more as a groupie than a companion besides most men prefer women who move in silence anyways right easy to cheat on tell someone trustworthy of their of your whereabouts although you need to be discreet you also need to be smart make sure that someone who you truly trust is aware of your location just in case of an emergency make sure you have a return flight booked things could go really well or they could go really bad either way make sure you have return flight books so that you can make it back home you don't right. end up like chipotle girl right and so in europe and shit you stuck fu fund if your trip isn't turning out quite the way you imagine an fu fund will come in handy if you want to part ways with your baller but still remain in the city for the allocated time period or if you want to bounce all together but you have to ha- have your own money for that you can't use his you have to be financially prepared for anything because if he throws a wrench before you your stay is up you better have funds to function without him mm-hmm. know the details just like you will have the details of a vacation that you planned yourself you need to have the details of the getaway your baller has planned for you hotel arrangements accommodations car driver information etc discuss everything in advance know that you're getting yourself uh know what you're getting yourself into don't settle for staying at his crib especially if this is the first time visiting he should treat this as a vacation and plan accordingly stay at a hotel hmm, that's interesting make sure you also suggest things you're interested in doing while there you should have a way a say so in how y'all spend your time together pack dress accordingly need i say more yes you do need to say more <laughs> uh but she didn't show your appreciation your baller just flew you into town so that y'all can spend quality time together even though there are over three billion other women in the world show him how much you appreciate his generosity to each his own here are the comments only a few sandy cheek says who the hell wants to be flown out when all these planes crashing and missing i be damned <laughs> she just shit on the whole idea uh a simple bijou just posted a smiley uh emoji that is adjusting his glasses looking like a nerd i'll put it in the chat so you guys can see it not really sure what her point was here but it is still a hilarious um gif so give me a second put that on the air for you guys um moving in silence says make note makes notes sugar best says at sandy cheeks raises hands hell you can die in a car crash or just be or just a sugar bear said this at sandy cheek raises hand hell you can die in a car crash or just by walking down the street you can't let fear of death keep you from living terrell jones says if somebody (laughs) he gonna be hating right terrell jones if somebody flying you out you better make sure you loosen up those jaw muscles they're going to get a hell of a workout i think he's trying to say if someone flies you out you gotta suck their dick vigorously vigorously guys uh that's it for that one
like coming to America. We love you. See my bag, how I carry her. Walking through the airport like I'm in a parade. On my hologram, shit logging on the E train. Just a five star bitch. Just a five star bitch. Just a five star bitch. Man, that's a five star bitch. It's your credit so high. These nails stay fly. Keep your juice box wet. In your head, some fly. And you a five star bitch. 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 I'm a five star I need a I just had an epiphany, I'm either go to Tiffany. Fendi on my slippers and my cookies always slippery. I don't need help, I feel the real on time. So I be yelling, fuck, I'm with a real go You a three star. Sleeping on that way, I'm in my dream car. Oh, yeah, I stutter. Harajuka hyphen. Barbie, I'm hot. You got to not put the rice in. You were gluing my weaving. When you hit the stage, they was booing. More auditions. Ask little Wayne who the five star bitches. All right. Let's do it. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. We have to contest it to the chat room this time. Guess the Race. And the chat room is racist. Very racist. All right. Let's see if we can get a couple quick ones in. John Williams Clement made the drastic decision when an arrangement with his girlfriend Helen Scott and former lover Kylie Hells fell through. According to a coroner's report, he committed a murder-suicide when the threesome that he had planned didn't work out. Oh, my. The 46-year-old former's partner had decided to spend the night with her ex-husband instead. And when she returned to her home uh, in Tasmania, uh, Devonport, Tasmania, Mr. Clements assaulted her. After fetching a gun from his home, Clements returned and shot dead a friend of Mrs. Hales, Benjamin Mark Ahern, 30, who she had called for help. He then turned the gun on himself. He also shot his girlfriend, Miss Rowland, but she survived. Goddamn. The incident happened in October 2011, but the findings of an inquest were published Wednesday. His expectation of sexual gratification by means of the proposed threesome was disappointed either shortly before or immediately after he entered the bedroom. I gotta tell you something. It's one of the reasons you gotta be scared. Gotta be careful with these threesomes. You sure better. You never know what the fuck somebody's thinking. Mm-mm-mm. This might be the threesome they was banking on to save their marriage. Uh, next thing you know, motherfuckers is coming in the house trying to kill you and shit. Yeah, better be sure everybody don't want to court. Uh, so guess the race, everybody in the chat room. Let's see. One whose family owns slaves, but he doesn't have the money or influence to have that info redacted. Oh. Crocodile Hunter. Disappointed colonizers always turn violent, says Lauren. Um, <laughs> uh, white says recognize taste. The correct answer is white. who wants to have a threesome with this guy really no way maybe the threesome the whole time was him planning on doing a murder suicide oh uh let's get to the bonus round the 
double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, everybody's one for one. Let's see if they can keep it going. Here we go, man. Uh, Walmart employee is accused of stealing nearly $240,000. God damn. That's a lot of... Oh, Walmart money. shit. A lot of smiley faces. You know, for years, she was a trusted employee at a Decatur Walmart. But tonight, the longtime worker is accused of stealing more than $240,000 during her time on the job. Investigators have arrested 50-year-old Nasina Walker on Tuesday. Channel H's Lauren Zakalik went to Wise County today, where Walker is known to authorities but not for committing crimes. For years, Decatur police turned to 50-year-old Nasina Walker in Walmart's cash department to help them investigate thefts at the store. Well, she would be the one that would come in and help us and go, oh, well, you need to punch in this number or do this or let me find it for you. You can imagine Detective Gerald Wright's surprise when Walker herself ended up in jail Tuesday for the biggest theft case he has ever handled. Over $230,000. Police say between January 2013 and October 2014, Walker would create fake returns, then pocket the refunds. They started small, then grew. $8,000 a day. I mean, $8,000 in a month is a lot of money, but in one day. The detective says she did it to help pay bills. Walker had worked at Walmart since 1982. Police say eventually Walmart caught on, fired her, and passed the case over to them. A manager here says she wasn't allowed to make any comment on behalf of Walmart. But some of the employees we chatted with inside said they were absolutely shocked to learn this had happened, that Walker had worked here since she was in high school. Walker's next-door neighbor also astounded. I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for these folks to spend that kind of money. Walker bonded out Tuesday. She wasn't home Wednesday afternoon, but we tracked her down at her new job, where she told us her attorney advised her not to speak. Her new boss says he trusts her, but if convicted... Anywhere from 5 to 99 in prison. It's a first-degree felony, so. A potentially big sentence for an accused thief. Indicator Lawrence Akalik, Channel 8 News. All right. So, I uh, guess the race, uh, what was her name? Uh, her name was, damn it, something Walker. Is it? Is oh, Nasina Walker. Was this in Georgia? Decatur. Um, I know there's Decatur, Georgia, but I it, guess, might, shit, it might be Decatur something else. I don't know. Uh, doesn't say. That's just that my location. guess. Uh, so guess the race, guys. Space Spider says Leonard Brothers five black fingers discount. New job. She must be white. What about black on black crime, dear sister? Oh my dear sister, black one who they call one of the good ones until then she was stealing money by showing up for work with her poor work ethic black she got a new job that quick white future white feminist white like brother west afro she got away with this too long black the man everybody is divided over this well the correct answer is black uh white she is a white woman she so white y'all if you said white And if you didn't, yeah, that Nasina. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what got yeah. everybody at first name. Messed y'all up, huh? Stereotypes all fucked up. Anyway. <coughs> <coughs> 
um all right sore ratchetness man um oh you know I, for, I forgot to say this i meant to say this earlier about the riot stuff and breaking windows and threatening the police mm-hmm. yeah man sometimes you gotta do that shit mm-hmm. for change to happen and, and it's funny though when people like the the lot of people out here taking the right to not be harassed and killed by the police for granted and they don't realize that the reason the police don't fuck with you is because of the threat of legal action because society sees you as a full-fledged human being they do not see black people as this so something gotta give and it might be some store windows it might be uh police shields it might be flipping cars whatever the fuck happens it, that might have to be the repercussion to to put something on these police's mind uh when they about to pull the trigger maybe that's the only thing that'll stop somebody from getting killed next time is that a police officer doesn't want to be responsible for the city being shut down over some bullshit so he's gonna stop giving rough rides or treating black people like fucking animals so. right right that and you know people need to know their history things in the past didn't change sometimes without violence and people act like everybody's supposed to be civil at all times and sometimes being civil ain't enough to cause pe- cause change and cause people to move some of the uh, biggest um transitions in our country happen for, for shit the civil war violence people had to die yeah i'm just saying uh i used to feel more like well who really wants no for the record nobody wants a riot nobody no, wants it nobody we would prefer that you just you know leave motherfuckers alive correct that's how everybody would prefer it you know i would pre- i'm not i'm not some like crazy radical person like well black people should never be arrested no i would just like to be treated as a human being and be respect have my rights respected is that okay Mm-hmm. you know like and i don't want to hear this well if you just act right nah because you can act right and you still end up dead <laughs> correct also when other people act wrong they don't die Mm-mm. you know they do everything in their fucking power to keep those people alive with us you get one fucking chance and it could be your, your wallet fell on the ground now they gotta kill you um police arrested a man who greeted his maintenance man with the in the, in the basement with a sword and words the words come on shit oh shit he's just trying to fix the air right officers were called around 6 p.m thursday to an apartment on cleveland avenue southwest where both men live stark county jail records show the men maintenance man had been in the shared basement of the apartment building when the 55 year old sword bearing man threatened him raising the sword in a fighting posture the jail records say the records did not list events that preceded the incident but said that the man with the sword was also accused of stealing undisclosed items from the basement the man with the sword was jailed on charges of aggravated menacing and theft, both misdemeanors. The repository does not typically name misdemeanor crime suspects. He remained in jail early Friday, held in lieu of a thousand dollars bond pending a hearing in Canton Municipal Court. Yeah, all he got was a slap on the wrist. Motherfucker should be in jail. Yes. Uh, you know, not, not, not on a thousand dollar bond either. Like, don't let that fool out because he's going to kill somebody else sooner or later. All right, man. We'll be back tomorrow. Until then. Make sure you guys go to Adam and Eve, code TBGWT. Make sure you guys go and support Shadow Dial Productions. Please do. On iTunes by getting Lisa Sane Odom's best stories. Uh, all right. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.